0: Okay, welcome in everybody to another episode of Marriage Matters with Ken and Shar. How you doing, Ben? Good. Are you doing good? Super. Super duper.
1: Oh, I'm doing really good. Yes, I'm this working little vacation that we yeah. take is, is almost over. Yeah. So I'm sad.
0: We've recorded, um, I don't know, four, five or six episodes while we're over here just for these couple of days. So I think this will be the last one with our brief time over here. Looking out over the water at the beach in California. So Mm -hmm. beautiful. Yeah. So I'm
1: sad a little bit. I know. (laughs) Now that I go home, which I'm happy to be, I will be happy to be home.
0: Absolutely. And
1: celebrate the holidays and get on with real life. Yeah.
0: But this has really been fun concentrating just on marriage and talking together about these wonderful things. So, yeah. Today, this episode, maybe of all the Kickstarters that we have kind of mentioned, there's 10 total, mm-hmm. uh, this one and one more episode. But of all of them, though they're very doable, this one probably generates the most controversy.
1: I think you get the most kickback from it too.
0: Yeah. It, but largely that's because the real understanding yeah. of these things gets perverted in people's minds, it's, both men and women. Is and
1: misunderstood.
0: Big time. We're talking about what the Bible would call a, a biblical headship between a husband and wife. Um, Our tech, it comes from, again, those kickstart verses, Ephesians 5, verses 14 through 21. And this comes from verse 21, A, we'll call it. And it says simply, submitting to one another in the fear of God. In the fear of God would be the B part. The A part simply calls us to what we call mutual submission in, in married life. Submitting to one another in the fear of God. Now, what's really weird about this is most people who have been believers for very long or uh, have read their Bibles very much at all, the very next verse is the one they all get. Mm -hmm. Wives, submit to your husbands as unto the Lord, right? Right. But it doesn't start there. Mm -hmm. We have to make note that this call to mutual submission uh, between people in the body of Christ and particularly in marriage, as he's moving right on into the topic of marriage, that it comes first, this call to mutual submission. And a lot of people don't even realize this is there.
1: Well, you know, I was a believer for a long time when I got married. Right. Though I wasn't old. Right. But I knew the verse
0: Wives submit to your husbands. Yes.
1: I knew that. Did verse. anybody
0: teach you this verse?
1: No. Right. No one taught me this verse. But. Right. Somehow, in my little married life, I felt that this would be the correct way to handle right. your marriage—not right. just the wives submitting to everything your husband wants. Sure, I think that's the way that I was taught it, right. or I perceived it. Right, I might not. No one probably said that to me, but I perceived yeah. that now that I'm married, it's my husband makes all the decisions. Yeah, which
0: well, you're not alone. I mean, I this wasn't is, okay
1: with that. No, no. Well,
0: when you <laughs> when you think about it. Both men and women,
1: mm-hmm.
0: often that's their thought. Mm-hmm. What this is saying is that the husband is the boss of you, exactly, and he always gets his way. Mm-hmm. And do you know how many guys I've talked to? They pull out this, hey, you know, uh, wives the head of the or husband's the head of the wife, honey. So you know you need to back up, and they they play this. Tr- it's like a trump card, right? And over time, uh, the resentment that grows in the hearts of a wife, where they, what we call, is they have to lose. They lose every time, Mm -hmm. and the husband gets to win every time. What we're looking for here is the win-win, and we'll explain all this really through the scripture here in a second. But
1: what's funny, though, may I interject? Yeah, that the husband wants to pull his weight because of this verse and say, "Yeah, you submit to me," and he's the head of the wife, which is true, right? But he doesn't want to take a, other, seems like he's hesitant to take other headship qualifications like spiritually headship. Yeah. The, the, yeah. the kind of default to say, well, no, no, in no, that area, you can go ahead and-
0: It's selective.
1: It's selective <laughs> headship. Isn't that the truth?
0: Yeah. No real leadership in their lives, no, leading just their family. No, just selective headship. Yeah, it's just that's... when they want their way, they pull out this exactly. Trump
1: card. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's not okay.
0: Yeah, that's not okay. No, that's not. and we're, we we want to speak to some of that. If that's you just you know, stay with us, keep listening. Uh mutual submission is again uh a, a very important concept throughout the Bible, but I mean, l- let's listen. There the headship of a husband in and wife relationship and mm-hmm. we don't, that's the the word headship by the way. I wish more people would use it. That's the real Bible word here. Mm-hmm. The husband it doesn't say he's the boss or the controlling figure it says he's the head and it even goes on to say he's the head even to be the head even as and he compares it to the way mm-hmm. Jesus exercises his headship right. and this is men don't like to recognize this no. because it means i got to i'm going to die here my headship getting exercised my leadership role requires me of me, great sacrifice.
1: Great sacrifice.
0: And this, they don't talk about much typically. Okay? No. So yeah, the the there's a really clear verse in 1 Corinthians eleven three. It says simply, "But I want you to know." Paul writes, and he was cleaning up a bunch of questions in the church of Corinth. Mm-hmm. There, they were kind of a mess, mm-hmm. you know. And they had clearly asked him about marriage. Do we stay married when we married when we become a Christian? How does this all work now as followers of Jesus and And in uh, 1 Corinthians 11.3, he says, I want you to know that the head of every man is Christ, the head of the woman is man, and the head of Christ is God. So he paints this beautiful picture of what headship looks like between man and God and man and wife. Uh, In Ephesians 5, verse 22, which is the very next verse, is the one that everybody knows, He comes right out and says, for the husband is the head of the wife, as also Christ is the head of the church, and he's the Savior of the body. So those are probably the two clearest passages Mm -hmm. we have on this issue of husband being the head over the wife. But again, that verse in chapter 5 of Ephesians, verse 22, falls only after Mm -hmm. this call to mutual submission that, again, people tend to forget. Is there what we what you notice here? Bottom line, babe, is a, a really important, beautiful balance between the, the struck between the biblical roles here mm-hmm. between husband and wife. First of all, the call to mutual submission coming before the call for wife to submit to her husband. Then in so that's verse twenty one that we're working with. Then verse twenty two, Paul takes the time to really now. Exp- what he was just saying. Mm -hmm. Mutual submission looks like this. Okay. Right? You follow Mm -hmm. me? I'm following you. And then he says, wives, submit to your husbands. Husbands, love your wife as Christ loves the church. And he exercises headship as Christ does. Mm -hmm. So what he does is he he calls the high rule of mutual submission, be willing to submit to one another. And then he takes a husband and wife and explains exactly how that's to look. Mm Mm-hmm. Wives are to honor their husbands as they do the Lord, Mm -hmm. meaning willingly, in love, by faith, trusting fully, while a husband is to be loving his wife as Jesus loves his church and exercises his his headship through the giving away of his life. Mm -hmm. Now, the bottom line is, I think key to understanding this whole thing is when one or either one or both of those roles gets twisted or uh, perverted, mm-hmm. the whole shebang falls apart. It does. The whole thing falls A apart. A
1: lot of contention comes from this area right here. Big time. Even though couples might not know that this is what it, what's happening. Right. But it's someone exercising headship poorly. Yep. Usually. And then the wife not seeing her role right. as in submission. Right. So both of them get skewed. If the husband, what I find is the husband is demanding, yeah, then the wife bows her back and says, you're not going to well, do Well, she's do tired that. of losing you're all the day. time. She's totally right. right. And then comes all the conflict, right. which we've talked about in previous episodes, but this is usually the reason right. that we have the conflict.
0: Yeah. I wrote these simple sentences here. I want to just read them out loud here the man is the head and is to exercise his headship through sacrifice kindness and love just as Christ does
1: mm-hmm.
0: not through power and control
1: that's the issue right there you bet
0: and the wife is to is to exercise her submission the same way that the church does to Jesus mm-hmm. through loving willing faith mm-hmm trusting in the lord when either again of those two roles gets perverted or twisted mm-hmm. the whole thing falls apart right it doesn't doesn't always mean that both are out of sync out of right. step but if even one of the two right. is so here's the picture mm-hmm. being painted here great you want a great marriage mm-hmm. it takes a husband and a wife operating in mutual submission mhm the husband loving his wife through sacrifice, like Jesus has loved him, and the wife responding mm-hmm. in a willingness to honor her husband. Mm-hmm. Right. So this is the the picture. That's the the best we can do. Now look, there's a whole theology to be built here, right. beginning in Genesis. This I, we're not going to turn this into a theological treatment of this concept, but because it's a big one, it, it's huge, and and it, it may be covered in another episode at another time for this episode, just suffice it to say that there is a headship of men. God has designed it that way. It operates in the human family and in the spiritual family, Mm -hmm. the church, right? Where men are given that place of headship and responsibility, protection, covering, oversight, leadership, but it is never to be operate as leadership operates in the world mm-hmm. by lording over those control. those put in our charge you mm-hmm. know i pastored for over 40 years and i saw a lot of church abuse not in our church but just in the world right where Church leadership lords over the souls of people. It's, it's
1: male dominance too, big time with men.
0: Big time can be. It you can bet. Be. It's in the world. It's. Uh,
1: it's what there's, we're
0: taught. There's cultures in the world today where the wife isn't allowed to walk next to her husband. Right. She has to follow behind. I mean, right. the you you name the culture. This beautiful balance is something that Satan has attacked for thousands of years to the ruin of people, where men operate mm-hmm. badly. And women see their no, role badly. Well,
1: they have no choice. Often, often they have no choice. There's yep. there is in yep. sub subjugation. But there
0: are some women. I mean, I've mm-hmm, I've, nope. I've been around That's them true. where it's in them. They're yeah. not going to let anybody ever lead them. Right. And so there's a perversion there. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. So this again, you bottom line. Here's what we're saying. You want a great marriage, husbands start exercising your headship strong and bold, but it's going to look like sacrifice, Mm -hmm. love, and compassionate love, right? Wives, start honoring your husbands. It's going to look that way, right?
1: And and you know what I want to interject right here Mm
0: -hmm.
1: is that it's easy to submit to Jesus. Well, yeah. it should be easy. Yeah. It, it isn't for us. You're right. It, no, it isn't <laughs> <laughs> for humankind to submit to Jesus, or everybody would be doing it. Right. But when you're submitting to a man who is imperfect, imperfect, he's not Jesus. Right. But then again, you're not always one that deserves sacrifice and well, it takes faith and love. So it, it does. Faith. It takes a lot of and faith and honestly, and love. it
0: takes obedience both on the you're husband's right. part no, and the wife's right. mm-hmm. to. Uh, flow into God's design. God designed it to operate this way, and he and by the way, this design comes so that there's not utter chaos in your
1: home. Totally true,
0: right? So, okay, so
1: where you have two heads and it, nothing's getting done, nothing's
0: getting done, right? It's just a battle over control and power. Mm-hmm. And our prayer is that that's not going on in your homes. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it, it can always be a challenge, but. Um, again, we truly do pray that that's not what's going on in your homes. Mm-hmm. If it is, again, here's here's what marriage matters is all about: get back to biblical
1: design, right?
0: To God's design.
1: Now, this one is a more if you've been operating this way, I would think that it'd be more difficult to break those chains and habits, big time of yes, operating correctly, right? In, in mutual submission, right. So I think that this one would re- require a lot of prayer, oh, a lot of maybe p- even
0: getting help, yeah. right?
1: Because right. this is a this is big, right? If you've been married for thirty years and this has been operating this right. way, that's it's and it's not producing what it should produce, right? Closeness in your in, marriage, unity, mm-hmm. and in your walk with the Lord, right. then this is going to be a tough one to Yeah, overcome I- in a day.
0: So that's yeah, exactly. This, so that's the concept now all we can really do with you is kind of share what that concept looks like as we've really attempted to work it out in mm-hmm. our 46-year-old marriage mm-hmm. here. It hasn't always looked right.
1: No. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh,
0: we haven't always operated free of contention and skirmishes over control and power. We've not always been successful at making each other feel uh, sacrificially loved. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but overall, uh, wouldn't you say, babe, I mean, we've, we've tried to, Well, we're conscious of this and how important it is. Right. Right? Well,
1: for one thing, I think both of us do want to please the Lord. Right. And I think when we first got married, I knew that my role as a wife, just from my upbringing, was to love my husband. Submit to his plans. I I did I knew that. And I wanted to have I wanted to be the right kind of wife before the Lord first and then also to you to live in unity. Right. I I really, really wanted that. Yeah. And though I didn't really know what I was doing, I think that as the contentions came and or not even contentions, but challenges, sure. Challenges to this area, the, the Lord was so quick to show us. Yeah and how to deal with it. That was practical.
0: Well, a minute ago, you said fitting into your husband, my plans, Mm -hmm. right? Really, that's a a wonderful way to put it. Mm -hmm. When the Lord calls wives in the next verse, verse 22, to submit to their husbands as to the Lord, isn't that what he's saying? Wives, fit into the plans that God has His designs for your life, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Just as you've found it easy to submit mm-hmm. to him cuz you're you're secure in his love that's the thing right yeah
1: you know that god's plans for you are great plans yep and he has he's proven his love to you by sacrificing for right. you right and saving your soul right dying on the cross right so when, what
0: does that say to a husband
1: exactly when i can trust my right. husband right in his plans for me if I've seen him sacrifice right. for me, and I'm sure of his love for me, there because I know that he's not going to want to place anything on my right. life that would be a hardship for me.
0: He's devoted to your highest right. good and highest life possible. So not I can his thrive, own. right? Right.
1: So we both can thrive.
0: Sure, sure. That's the beautiful balance. It is it's when a-, a husband's loving his wife rightly. I I I don't know. I've ever seen a woman that doesn't rejoice to mm-hmm. honor her husband. Right. Right. On the other side of that coin, mm-hmm. when I see husbands controlling mm-hmm. their oh. wives, I, they they resist and they bow their neck, they dig their heels in, and it's a battle.
1: And it might take a matter of years before they do resist, but a lot of times, will. some couples that we see, all of a sudden, yep. they're done, yep. and they're not going to fit into any of his plans. Matter of fact, they're going to be contrary to all of the plans, yeah. because. They they don't, don't want to, they don't no. want to be controlled anymore right. right they don't feel like their husband has their highest good right. in his in, in his view so
0: so for us in our life let's, we'll just share a story maybe one or two I don't know whatever we have time for here but um we we've tried and the way it often looks is well, let me pose this to you I submit to Charlene a lot along this line of mutual submission I have no problem submitting. my wife. And let me tell you why. Because she's probably has more insight than I do, often more wisdom. Uh, She sees things better and has probably a more discerning heart than I do concerning many things. Why in the world would I not submit to her take or her opinion or her idea of which way to go or how to proceed Mm -hmm. when... We talk it through, and her wisdom's undeniable. And I go, boy, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Why would I dig my heel to get my way when she's just smarter than I am most of the time?
1: Sometimes it's just pride.
0: It, it must be, mm-hmm. but but I've learned over mm-hmm. time, dude. She's smart. Right. When she has the wisdom on something, mm-hmm. get out of the way, yield, and submit. I've got no problem with that. Now, what that looks like and how that operates. It, for us has been pretty simple. Now the, mm-hmm. the struggle comes, I think, always when you can't get on the same page. Right. When I don't think she is seeing right and she doesn't think I'm seeing mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. What does a couple do here? Let's beg the yes. question. What does a couple do when they both have a deep conviction about mm-hmm. something and they disagree But something's got to be decided. A direction has to be taken. Things have to move on. Isn't that the big question?
1: Yep. (laughs) And I think that the couple of times in our life that that has happened, I have submitted to you because even though I might still not agree with that decision, I'm not all on board. But sometimes when someone makes a decision, they're also responsible for that decision. And I'm willing to say, well, if you feel this strongly, then you'll have to take it. Yeah. If something goes wrong.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I, and I, you know, and you're willing to do that because sure. you feel like this is the way our family should go. Yeah. And I, I, I it's, there's a lot of safety in that. Yeah.
0: She's oh Sean, you've always been willing to submit to me, but I, there's a pathway to that that I want to share. Right. Okay. So the few times, and Sean, you said a couple of times, I think it's been a few, but oh, certainly right. we can count them on one hand.
1: Probably. That, that's that been Major
0: now, if you're having things every other day, like who gang, takes the
1: trash out?
0: Or, yeah, <laughs> or if, if you're having yeah. control issues mm-hmm. every other day, you mm-hmm. can't decide. I don't know where to go to dinner tomorrow right. night. Then, man, I, yeah, yeah, y- you're fighting over all the wrong stuff. I just right. we just don't even know what to tell you. Yeah. For us, you can count on one hand after forty six years where we couldn't find the win win, the middle ground, where uh we both felt like we we won on something and the answer was in the middle somewhere well normally that's the way it happens the
1: very first one we had i'll never forget because it was it was it was big yeah and here we are just barely 20 years old and we're married and we're trying to decide on where to go to church well Kenny is much more experiential than i i am and the way i was raised i had church background very conservative and Kenny had none, so when he gets born again, he wants to go to a church that's alive. Yeah, and so we go check this church out. He loved it, and I'm I did get taught very well, and I yeah. liked it, but I wasn't I wasn't at no. all comfortable with the whole.
0: My first church in my life yeah. that, that nurtured and fed me, mm-hmm. really grew me up in the Lord for about a year. Well, mm-hmm. a little less than a year was a charismatic church. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was. uh very balanced, but the worship—you really experienced the presence of the Lord. There was the raising of hands mm-hmm. and uh, expressions of praise that right. were allowed and encouraged, even in that body. They yeah. encouraged, uh, you know, the full spectrum of the gifts of the spirit were uh, honored and those things. So,
1: and not was, not so much for me, right? So it was a it was huge contention, right? And. We went back and forth and back and forth. Probably the, the biggest fight we had for one full year was where to go to church. Right. Now, that's kind of sounds silly now that I look back, but probably not. Maybe a lot of couples experience that. Maybe. And we both really—I don't know if I prayed about it. I think that you might have. I didn't really pray about it. I just wasn't comfortable. I didn't want to go there. Yeah.
0: And I was convinced that's where we belonged. Yes.
1: And he was so convinced. And finally, it came down to this this is where I feel like the Lord wants us to go. This is where I'm going to be going. Right. And I really, really would love for you to go with me. Yeah. And, and of course I was going to go with him no matter where he went. Cause I didn't want that to be yeah. separated and we're not worship together. And I said, so and I remember saying, she so, did.
0: I remember so this.
1: because we're married and you're the man and I'm the wife, then I may have to submit to you
0: and go where you want to go. go where you
1: want to go, And I, uh, Because I I knew that much. Do you remember what I said? And and he looked at me really funny, and he goes, yep, I think that's about it.
0: I said, no. I said, honey, I think you just hit the nail right on the head.
1: (laughs) 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 And we are both so young. But you know what? I went, and willingly, and the Lord was faithful in that. It was the right decision.
0: I think what we learned is, again, here's the pathway. When you come to those impasses, and again, if you're having these impasses— Uh, every other day again i we just think you're fighting over all the all the wrong stuff right Mm -hmm. so few times could we not reach a point where i just want to give her her way or she wants to give me my way or we meet in the middle somewhere easy peasy man Mm -hmm. but in those few things and this was one of them what church to go to is a big deal it was a big deal and in the end so here's the pathway number one listen to each other Mm -hmm. Listen to the other's perspective. I say it like this, win me, honey. Yeah. Win me. Try to win me. I'm winnable. Yeah. Convince me to right. think like you. Right. And right? I say the same thing. She does too. Mm-hmm. So we listen to each other. Next time you're in one of these impasses, stop and maybe look at your spouse and go, honey, I'm listening right now. Try to win me. Right. Tell me why you want to do this right. or why you think this or feel this. Help me understand, win me right now. hmm And most of the time, often, Mm -hmm. one does win the other. No, it's true.
1: That's most of the time. Most Mm -hmm. of the time.
0: In those rare occasions that we couldn't, it's time to pray.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So so listen to each other and then pray. If you have not prayed together about it, Lord, Mm -hmm. what do you want? Mm -hmm. Lord, we're not seeing things the same. Please unfold your desires for us. Give us your heart. If you're not doing that, I, again don't know what to say it, you're you're just bullying one another mm-hmm. stop try to hear from the Lord so there's listening to one another praying together and if even then mm-hmm. there's no you're still an impasse mm-hmm. this is what happened with the church right, thing right she did not want to go didn't like it didn't feel comfortable I was deeply convicted in the Lord that's where we belonged and we were at mm-hmm. that impasse then that last step, is and this is where the clear teaching on biblical headship does need to be honored and recognized. Mm-hmm. The husband needs to graciously ask his wife, "Babe," and this is what I've learned to do. I didn't always do it well, but I'm I'm, I'm asking you. We've talked, we've prayed. Mm-hmm. Now, now I'm asking you. Will you please defer to me? Mm-hmm. And always, Charlene. Always. What is there? Three times. Four yeah. times there's been an immediate willingness to uh, surrender to me, to submit, as using the Bible word, to submit to what I'm seeing, what I'm feeling in the Lord. Now, without that pathway, it becomes just a bully contest. Right. Right. But with those tools where you listen to one another, then you enter into prayer, we just can't Mm. find our way through this, and you patiently wait on the Lord, if you still have an impasse, then yes, well, it can become yeah, a time yes. where, according to Scripture, the husband leads the way and the wife submits to those plans, trusting the Lord for it. But again, in our life, honey, that's three or four times over four and a half decades. Well,
1: I remember one time that was uh, was probably bigger than the thing with the church, but um, I was absolutely adamant that we, I did not want to go down this direction and it was going to be a life change for us. And I, I just did not want to do it. Mm-hmm. And Kenny kept saying, I really feel like this is what the Lord wants for us. And, and it's what he desired too. And I'm like, no, in my heart, I cannot say yes to that. I can't. In my heart, I am so against it.
0: So there's the impasse. And
1: so I said, Kenny, what we're going to need to do now is pray that the Lord will change my heart. Right. Because he has to do this. Or mine. Yeah. I think I knew that you were correct, but I didn't, I could not enter it into right. it unless I really felt it was the Lord right. calling us to do this. Right. And I said, You have, he has to change my heart. And after a couple of weeks, there were some circumstances that happened hmm. that he totally changed my heart. Now, was, did I, was I saying oh yippee skippy I want to do this right no but I knew it was his will for our life yes and I knew that this is what he had asked us to do and cuz he changed my heart and showed me that he didn't change my heart to and make me feel all joyful right about it right but I knew it was the path that he was asking me to it still required
0: take. faith from you
1: it did and and you know what I I know it was the right thing and and yes there were some really hard things in it but the whole time in those hard things, I knew this was still what the Lord had wanted us to do. Right so on. I didn't question or I didn't blame Kenny. Oh, I can't believe you made me do, you know, you made us do this. And we went down this path. It was like the Lord changed my heart and I knew it was right. That's what he so, does. So, and that was another That's another why that, that
0: pathway of listening to one mm-hmm. another, talking it through. And then if right. you still have impasse, praying. That season of prayer, right. often things are resolved right there. That's what happened that time.
1: Well, and I, I appreciate at the time that you didn't force me
0: right
1: to enter into something that i didn't i did not want to right. do right. and you didn't say well we're going to do it anyway because i'm the hit i'm the man right. here you did right. not say that you said i will pray yeah we'll keep praying yeah the lord will show us yep. and he did and he changed my heart yeah so sometimes this is not an overnight decision or this right. this that required it probably required right. two months of right. really seeking the lord right and that happens a lot so
0: all right hey we are out of time Okay. All right. So, l- look, this is we just condensed in twenty-five, I don't know, twenty-eight minutes, uh, <laughs> things that have been forty-six years us working out and learning to live in mutual submission, right. one with another, right. while also honoring mm-hmm. uh, a husband headship right. in our home.
1: Right. A biblical headship. Yeah.
0: And and it's not always easy. It's a. It's a. It's a It's a, a, dance. Process. It's it a little is.
1: dance, isn't it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is. What is important is gang, that you stay committed mm-hmm. to that biblical design mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, for right headship right. within that home. And it is a beautiful harmony. Mm-hmm. It's husbands, I I, I kind of want to say, I think it begins and ends with husbands. Mm-hmm. Once the husband is loving his w- wife rightly through mm-hmm. sacrifice and she learns to trust him, man, I, most every woman I've ever known rejoices to honor her husband at the right time and Mm -hmm. to yield and surrender because she believes in him that Mm -hmm. he's looking out for her highest Mm good. So hopefully these little tips help as every couple is on their journey working out this biblical truth in their own marriages. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All Mm -hmm. right. I love you, baby. Love you too. (laughs) Okay. Mm -hmm. Hey, God bless you, family. Thanks so much for listening in. Mm -hmm. Until next time,
1: goodbye. See you. Bye-bye.